Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. And now it's time for a Deep South legend that's been keeping it real here in Atlanta for over two decades. It's the Buck Baloo Show, only on The Fan. Hey guys, welcome to the Buck Baloo Show. Live from the Battery Atlanta and 680 The Fan Studios. 10 to 11, Monday through Friday. I got the best gig in town. Hope your day's off to a great start. We got plenty to get to, short time to get there. David Holloway in, ready to talk a little Ohio State football today. I'm not sure we're going to have time for the Buckeyes today. I mean, Braves, Buckeyes, what's, there's not really that much difference. So, you know, we could be talking to them. Buckeyes wouldn't make too much of a difference. Road Dog Gillespie in the house, got his Georgia gear on. Road Dog always ready to get to work. And we are locked and loaded, especially up top here in the uh, first half of this hour-long show. I better get to work, Hollowell. Let's go. Big take. Got a call yesterday from a former Georgia Bulldog teammate and a member of the media, and he was wanting to know if I was traveling down to Miami for the Orange Bowl. Not a chance. Folks, the days of bowl games being a fun, must-attend travel destination for fans are now officially over, especially for the top programs. If your team is not in the playoffs, the thrill is gone, especially with the economy like it is. Most folks are living paycheck to paycheck, so attending a meaningless bowl game has trended down. And with the transfer portal in play and the opt-out NFL draft decisions all the rage, these meaningless bowl games have suddenly become a glorified spring game. Most fans don't have any idea who the quarterback will be, much less who the inside linebacker is. This year's team won't be this year's team in the bowl games, so... Why drop thousands on airfare, hotels, food, and tickets to go see this? It makes no sense. As far as the fans go, bowl games are now for the elites. You know, those that can afford three or four days in Miami with the fam. Everybody else is out. Plus, let me be real. Georgia fans are spoiled after doing the back-to-back thing. And after getting dissed by the playoff committee, shut out of the playoffs, the motivation is gone. And the educated guest here says the bowl game attendance will be at an all-time low at the end of these bowl games. Big Take brought to you by Daco Systems Heating and Air for your HVAC repair. Contact locally owned Daco Systems at dacosystems.com. Keeping Atlanta comfortable, one home at a time. All right, let's go to the uh, Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. 
and bring on a friend of the show. Danny Warfel joins us. Danny, obviously a legendary uh, Florida Gator, Heisman Trophy winner, executive director of Desire Street Ministries here in Atlanta, and an amazing pickleball player. Danny, thanks for your time today, brother. How's it going? Hey, man, it's going great. It's great to be with you. Before we get too far into this, I got two things to say to your opening. One, I think you're probably right, unfortunately. And two, even with that said, us Gators would still like the option of going or not, but we don't have that this year. So anyway, we can yeah. move on. Yeah, I want to hammer you with that today because <laughs> we, uh, we've we got another interesting thing going on here with the uh, Werfel Trophy that is going out to a Georgia receiver. Uh, Danny had a fellow at the coffee shop that was a little stunned that the Warfel Trophy would be going to a Georgia player. Lad McConkey, the 2023 award winner. And this is the 19th year, I believe it is, for you guys recognizing outstanding college football players, serving others in the community. And uh, Lad McConkey, the big winner this year. Yeah, we, you know, so often college athletes don't don't get the spotlight shown their way unless they're, you know, the best player or on the best team or they do something wrong. And so we've really, uh, our mission at the foundation is to inspire service and unity in the world. And so the Werfel Trophy exists to honor college athletes who do the most community service. We had over 100 nominees again this year. So let that sink in, over 100 nominees. And we've got a great selection committee that uh, looks through all of their resume of community service and gets it down to semifinalists. We had eight this year and then down to three very deserving finalists. And out of all those, that's right, Lad McConkie from the University of Georgia was our winner this year. Uh, he's an amazing young man. I know, you know Georgia fans are probably pretty familiar with his exploits on the field, uh, being a big part of winning back-to-back national championships but it's what he's done off the field that really get garnered the attention of the committee and that's why he's this year's winner yeah lad involved in camp sunshine which does amazing things uh here uh, uh he's been busy reading to young students in local schools around athens and in uh, his hometown and uh, you know i think most everybody saw the uh, game day maybe where he surprised the 10-year-old fan in his hometown with an autograph, number 84, Georgia jersey, that, you know, you see uh, stories like this, and it just touches your heart, whether you're a Gator or a Bulldog, seeing players like Lad getting out there in community and doing great things. What, uh, what kind of feedback through the years, Danny? I mean, you've almost been doing this 20 years now. Do you get from these former winners... Uh, uh, I mean, obviously, it's nice to be recognized, but but this is more than just a football award. Yeah, it's, it's really, you know, everyone talks a lot about the Heisman fraternity, and that's a very unique group of guys for sure. But when you get, you know, 19 uh, guys that have been recognized for their community service together, and, and most of them come back each year for the, the award, it's just an amazing group of men and their families that have gotten to really care for one another, support each other in their different endeavors, and, and the things that they've done in the world and the community since then is amazing. You know, we're, we're moving our presentation of the award this year here to Atlanta, Georgia. We're doing it at the College Football Hall of Fame on Saturday, February 17th. So we're going to hopefully get the word out, and a lot of Georgia Bulldogs can come and support LAD uh, in actually receiving the Werfel Trophy Award February 17th. It'll be a great night.
How do these fans get more info on that? Uh, if you go to warfelfoundation.org, um, you know, that, that'll be the, the spot where we do it. But we'll be uh, putting more information on, out that soon. It may not all be posted yet, but maybe you can have me back in February, and we'll, uh, we'll talk about it again. Sounds, uh, sounds good. Uh, Lad also 3.8 GPA in finance, got his, uh, his degree in three years, which is pretty amazing stuff. Uh, with the job he's done there as far as the classroom goes. And, you know, Bulldog fans appreciate his playmaking ability at the wide receiver spot. He's really been amazing. Uh, and I know you're a Gator fan, but I know you probably enjoy being a former quarterback watching a receiver like that do do his thing. Yeah, definitely appreciate his skills on the field and obviously off the field. You know, just for the record, last year we had a seminal win the award, Dylan Gibbons, and this year a Georgia person. So that either tells you I'm unbiased or it tells you we got a lot of other <laughs> voters too, but we'll, we'll leave that to you. got a big out. heart, man. That's what it is. <laughs> so what about the Gators, Danny? What's, what's going on uh, with the fan base as far as where you guys are right now in the transition? Yeah, you know, it's been a tough go. You know, there, there's so many things that when the ball can bounce either way, whether it's actually the ball on the field or – close games that could go one way or another or certain recruits or different things. And uh, it's just been, it seems like too, too many of those have not bounced our way recently. So there's a lot of frustrated folks. I do think Billy Napier is, is an amazing coach. He's an amazing recruiter. And, you know, hopefully we can close this class, get a couple of good kids in out of the transfer portal. Um, but we took a couple of big, big losses, not just on the field, but losing the ETN and Princely and, those are going to be tough, tough things too. But this will be a big year. It's his third year. I think a lot will be determined on how we do. But kind of like Georgia, I'd say Florida and Georgia have two of the toughest schedules, maybe in the history of college football next year. So it's not a it's not a great year to be on the bubble. But we're uh, we're all for it and pulling for them. What do you make of the controversy with the final four teams in the playoffs uh, and the committee? Uh, obviously, Florida State fans upset. Georgia fans. Little reason to be upset dropping from four to six in the final poll there. A lot of controversy. I guess it'll be a little bit better next year with twelve teams. Yeah, you, you like that? You're looking forward to that? Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean to me the, the the tragedy of this year is I think there are seven teams that actually deserved it on the field, you know, the four that are in uh, Florida State, obviously Georgia, but I think Ohio State is a is a great football team. They were just a few points away from being in as well. So like, that's just a bummer. And I'm really glad I didn't have to be on the committee trying to fit, figure this out and pick it. I do think based on their declared charter of who they think are the best for, I do think Alabama should be in before Florida state, but I also feel bad for my George fans because I, I definitely think uh, you guys deserve to be in as well. So all that said, I feel terrible I don't like the way it played out, but I'm thankful that next year we'll have 12 teams, and at least, at least if we're arguing about who's 13 and 14, I feel better about that uh, than than if we're arguing who's about you know fifth or sixth. And you know, you go back a few years, uh, teams weren't even playing each other. Everybody was claiming national titles. It was. I, I do think we're in a better spot, but I do feel bad for Florida State and and for Georgia. What about these assistant coaches, Danny? I know you probably thought about getting into the coaching profession after your playing career was over. What about these college coaches? Uh, right now, you've got 
National Signing Day coming up next Wednesday. You got the transfer portal where you got to figure out who's coming and going. You got, you know, preparing for the bowl game if you made one of those. I mean, these, I feel bad for these college coaches. There's not enough time in the day to get it all done. Yeah, this is a really weird time. Um, hopefully, it's a transition time that there'll be some more structure put around it. I just don't think it's sustainable to have a unregulated NIL. It's really not even NIL either because you're not guys aren't getting just deals from companies based on their value because of their name, image, and likeness. It's really it's almost like these third party ways of just paying players that aren't officially even connected to the university. And then when you have an unlimited transfer portal, it's a really unsustainable, I think, long term situation. So I don't know the exact answer, but hopefully they'll. They'll regulate a little more. Maybe it's tied more to the universities. Maybe there are uh, contracts that are signed somehow. I mean, there's there's no easy answer, but uh, it's really weird. Um, it's really weird. Danny, we appreciate your time. Uh, great job with Lad McConkey as the Warfel Trophy winner this year. And just hope you and your family have a wonderful Christmas, man. Keep up the great work there at Desire Street. Thanks, Buck. Take care. Merry Christmas to you, too. Danny Warfel, Gator legend, Heisman Trophy winner. Always great getting Danny on. All right, coming back on the other side, uh, the Georgia Bulldogs. Who's coming? Who's going? We'll get some answers coming up next. You got the Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. Show here on the fans, 680 and 93.7. Plenty of ways to listen, 680 on the AM, 93.7 on the FM, streaming at 680thefan.com. You can actually uh, click and watch the show. Hey, everybody. On the streaming way, and then also uh, get the fan mobile app, driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming. Beaver Direct. Fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle, visit beavertoyotaofcoming.com and see what wow really means. Download the app now on the Apple app and Google Play stores. Let's go to the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. We're going to make this the Bulldog Roundtable. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25-20, far side line, 15-10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog 
Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Georgia Pack and Load, Finley Roofing, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Chip Towers with the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. He's all over the Bulldogs as we get ready for the Orange Bowl. Chip at the top of the show. I talked about having a former teammate saying, Blue, man, we're going to see you down in Miami. I was thinking, not a chance, brother. Not a chance. (laughs) You're not going to go? I hear they have good golf down there this time of year. Well, yeah, they do. They do. Um, You know, in the middle of the holidays, uh, we used to, you know, the family, we'd pack the family up and, We've been to many of the Georgia Bowl games, but it just seems like the excitement has been taken out of it. And I don't just think it's this year. I think the whole playoff thing has really impacted the excitement level, at least for us. What are you thinking about the Bulldog Nation traveling down there to see what it looks to be a glorified spring game right now? Yeah, I, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to going. Uh you know, I've always enjoyed bowl trips, uh, but I'm like everybody else, Buck, that, I mean, you can just feel the difference, right? And this is, um, it's, we've been forewarned. We were forewarned uh, when we entered the playoff era. Uh, now we're entering an expanded playoff era. And, you know, it might have been this year, Georgia and Alabama playing in the SEC championship might have been the last time that games like that are going to feel so do or die, right? I mean, they were due for Alabama and die for Georgia. That's what it ended up being. And it's crazy to think, I mean, certainly in the era you came up in and I came up in, uh, you know, an invitation to play anybody in the Orange Bowl would be, you know, a tremendous excitement, um, you know, um, but, times have changed and listen i'm not going to sit here and be in a curmudgeon and say it was better in the old days and all that kind of stuff (laughs) yeah we live in the united states of america you know and the supreme court ruled on this a few years ago you know about nil and we were forewarned if this happens then this will happen and now we're seeing it all happen you know uh players are leaving for better NIL deals at other places. Um, You know, the movement postseason is is incredible. And outside of a playoff, keeping in mind, you know this, it was supposed to be a 12-team this year. It would have been a totally different situation, but it's still a four-team. So outside of those four teams, uh, it doesn't feel like a whole lot to get excited about. And I think that'll be reflected based on I haven't done a ticket check yet. I mean, you know, the Orange Bowl is sold out of their allotment, and Georgia will sell out of their allotment of tickets. They buy them all, everyone that's available at their disposal. But how many actually go and everything, uh, you know, I don't, I don't expect it to – I certainly don't expect it to be like when they played Michigan – down there in 2021 i think it'll be uh something far below that chip everybody wants to know about a few of the players and at the top of the list you got carson back i put a video out yesterday the ride i call it uh, yeah. really a message to carson that uh 
you know, at least for my chair, uh, benefit him uh, to come back and play another season. I know it's the kid's decision or the young man's decision here, but just throwing my two cents in there. What are you hearing about Carson, and where do you think he stands right now? Well, I, you know, I like the ride, uh, air quotes, you know, around that. <laughs> now, the that you do, I really do. We're, not, we're not actually driving the thing at the time. Yeah, yeah, yes, and, and that's refreshing to see that. Somebody else in your business uh, was doing one yesterday, and they were driving, <laughs> actually. Uh, so, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it's great to know that you're, uh, you know, embracing, you know, social media platforms and all. And I really do think it's good. And I really liked your message. And, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. It's kind of up to Carson. And look, I mean, this is, this is twofold here. Number one, I don't believe a lot of the numbers that are being thrown around there. I mean, we'll just say, you know, somebody's saying he, you know, he wants 4 million to come back to Georgia. Um, I haven't believed for a long, long time, a lot of these numbers that get discussed on NIL and transfer point. There is, there is, there's money there. There's a lot of zeros behind it. Uh, uh, you, you know, whether it be Carson Beck or somebody else, uh, we, we've seen that reality. It's a free market society that we're living in. It's a free agent society that the players are living in. But uh, I thought your advice was sound. I, you know, I weigh it against, listen, no matter what Carson Beck is being told about the NFL, it's a risk. You don't know. You do not know what's going to happen in the draft. Ask Will Levis about that, right? He was sure we, we're going to get all dressed up and sit in the green room, you yeah. know, and, and you're going to sit and you're going to sit and you're going to sit, right? I mean, nobody wants that. Uh, and um, Well, you know, the girlfriend that's along for the ride might get a lot of publicity. So, you know, the, the girlfriend might be the did. only one. Yeah, exactly. She made a mint out of that. Uh, but, you know, it, it, honestly, uh uh, who knows? Uh, but I, I think it would behoove Carson Beck to come back for another year. He's only had one year as a starter. It's not like you've got this vast, deep, um, uh, you know, experience to show the NFL. You need to show more. And, and you know, uh, I, I think he's a great quarterback. I think he's the best option for Georgia. And I think Georgia is the best option for him at this case. Now, what do I think he's going to do? Listen, this is, it's like the Jamon Dumas Johnson. I got people asking me right and left, what's that all about? What is it? You know, I don't know. These kids don't talk to us. You know, I've got his number. I call. He doesn't answer. You know, he's in the portal. And social media will say he's in the portal. I, I've always heard he want, just wants to get closer to home. Uh, in the case of like A.D. Mitchell, when he goes to, to Texas, there was more money, plus he had a kid back that way. Uh, you know, does Jamon Dumas Johnson, I don't know. His, his family, family dynamic is um, – non-traditional uh i guess you would call it so it's kind of tough to to get a hold of people who might be able to shoot you straight so nobody shoots anybody straight on this stuff uh so it, it you know could be he's pursuing uh he, he couldn't get out of nil what he wanted at georgia so he's going to go elsewhere could be as is as harmless and as as heartfelt as he wants to be closer to home he's from hyattsville maryland um it might be that georgia says you know what we're going to go with these young guys is Kirby going to tell you that? No. So, you know, we deal in a bunch of gray areas nowadays. And I, and I, I, as a journalist, I try to be black and white. You know, so right now nothing's happened. He hasn't announced he's in the portal. Everybody else is reporting he's in the portal. And, you know, when he ends up somewhere else, then I'll report that he's somewhere else. In the meantime, 
Georgia football will continue to exist <laughs> despite what everybody thinks. And, you know, Carson Beck will be your starting quarterback if he decides to return. And if he doesn't, it'll probably be Gunnar Stockton or Ryan Puglisi, you know, uh, I guess. What do you hear about Rayola? You know, uh, here's the main thing on that, Buck. The freshmen are here. Okay, the the early enrollees are reporting today, and he's going on an official visit to Nebraska if everything is to believe. So the rest of the early enrollees are reporting to Athens today and going through a running test tomorrow, as I understand it, you know, the the standard conditioning test and all that kind of stuff. He's not going to be here. He'll be visiting Nebraska. I don't know. I'm reading between the lines. I'm thinking that means if you make that trip to Nebraska, don't come back. You're right. Or show up at Georgia like you agreed to do months ago. Um, Again, I don't begrudge the kid. You know, uh, there's a lot of rumor and innuendo about, you, you know, that Georgia's promising Carson this and he'd been promised that. So now he wants more. Uh, and Nebraska will give him more. Well, go get more, you know, you know, good, good luck with that kid. You know, I mean, it's just, it's not right, wrong or indifferent. It's the United States of America and it's the world we live in right now. And man, it's different than one I, you know, it came up in and it, it has changed college football profoundly. Um, and you know, I'm having to adjust to that like everybody else. All right, my list says uh, Georgia has about 14, 15 guys are losing uh, to transfer, transfer portal, that kind of thing. Nobody's been added yet. I I do know that. But as far as the bowl game goes, how many spots are available, do you believe, going into this, uh, this matchup in the Orange Bowl of Florida State? Well, here's the thing, but the math is still unfavorable for Georgia. You know, eventually you got to get to 85. All this moving around, it doesn't matter. You you eventually got to get to 85. And I'm talking about before the season. And I think Georgia's 100 and something, you know, with these early enrollees coming in. That's, you know, the complicate, you know, it's great to get early enrollees in, but they count. Uh, and I'm talking about next year. So, you know, Georgia will fill the team in Miami I have a feeling, you know, we haven't heard about opt-outs yet. Those are coming. Uh, you know, uh, will Brock Bowers play? I don't know. I, I, you know, I'm supposed to see him next week. I, I got an interview with him. I'm I'm looking forward to that. I don't know whether he'll tell me then or not, or or if he'll go on and train for the NFL. He's the type of guy he may play. You know, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't put it past him. Lab McConkey has decisions to make. You know, your whole junior class has not declared in terms of the NFL draft, except uh, two guys uh, with eligibility remaining have uh, are, are going into the senior bowl. So uh, that uh, effectively means you're going to get money to go there. And so, you know, you'll be a professional after that. But other than that, we, we, we don't know. And this is the way Kirby operates. I think it's good. I think, you know, there'll, there'll be a time probably after the bowl that everybody announces what they're going to do. In the meantime, you know, I'll get off the plane in Miami on December 26th and probably be standing there with a roster trying to figure out who's here and who's not. Um, Maybe on the 20th when we talk to Kirby after signing day, we'll get a little bit of edification on all that. 
All right, Chip, a lot to keep up with here. Uh, I don't know who's got it worse, the media members like you that have to track all this going on or these assistant coaches that are trying to get it all done, too. You can see why a lot of them want to move on to the NFL where they don't have to deal with this kind of nonsense. No, it's right. Those guys are working, you know, 24-7 year-round. But but they're well compensated for it, too. Yeah. Last time I checked the uh, – the salaries for these guys, if, you know, if you don't mind working, you know, 360 or 365 days, you can, you can make a meal or two. I bet the wife is doing all the Christmas shopping. I I was thinking about that the other day. I say that as I sit in a parking lot, Buck, uh, you know, getting ready to go get some, uh, some gifts. Chip, we appreciate you sitting in a parking lot and coming on the show all season (laughs) long, man. We so appreciate You you and the job you do. Chip Towers, Find him at the AJC. Chip, have a great Christmas. We'll talk to you soon. Same to you, pal. Chip Towers on that Hobson and Hobson newsmaker line. All right, I at least wanted to talk a little real football. Let's bounce around a little bit in the college football scene. Wanted to talk about the two national semifinals. Got the Rose Bowl with Michigan taking on Alabama. Looking forward to seeing that one. Michigan, a slight favorite for you betting guys out there. Ran across uh, the story researching for the show today and thought I'd share it with you. Five reasons why Michigan beats Alabama. Number one, and I added this one to the list. Number one, they stole Alabama's signals. Unless Nick Saban has changed him, I assume Saban and his coaching staff have changed their signals. So I was just trying to get a laugh out of you. Did you hear what Drinkwitz said in an interview about playing Ohio State? He says, I need to hit up Connor Stallions because he's probably got their signals, so I might want to get an advantage over them. (laughs) I know, and it made me laugh. All right, number two, why Michigan beats Alabama in the Rose Bowl. They've got more experience. It doesn't matter. Yeah, experience, especially at quarterback where J.J. McCarthy has a lot more game experience than Milrow, who's come on strong. I, I believe Milrow, the most improved player in college football from start to finish this season. Uh, reason number three, Michigan secondary, one of the best in college football. Did you see, see him locked down on Ohio State in the game? No. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to rub it in on you. I'm sorry about that. They do have a good secondary, though. So should do a pretty good job locking down on that Crimson Tide wide receiver core. Reason number four, Michigan, a top running back duo in college football, I'm told. that guy. I that guy. You got Corum, who's really impressive. You got Donovan Edwards. He had a big playoff a year ago. Or was that, yeah, the big, uh, the big game he had the big performance in. So, yeah, one-two punch at running back. And then also, number five, Milrose has been sacked a lot this season, and a lot of those have come earlier in the season. And Michigan, looking forward to taking advantage of that, getting some pressure on Milrose. Alabama's allowed 43 sacks this season. Well, one problem with that is if we, as we saw in the P, in the SEC title game, that offensive line is greatly improved. So I yeah. would, if in the run game, if I were Michigan, I would not 
you know. You wouldn't think, blitz them, go man to man, and then Milrow scrambles and hurts you big. Yeah, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really take that one into account. I would kind of take their offensive line a bit more seriously because it has greatly improved as the season went on. All right, want to hit on the Sugar Bowl? We got Washington, the Pac-12 champs, Huskies taking on Texas. Big 12 champs, Texas, a four-point favorite the last time I checked. Horn's defense has been really good, especially against the run. So Dylan Johnson, the running back for the Huskies, that run game, they've got their work cut out for him trying to run on Texas. Who's allowing 17 points a game. But I tell you what, Michael Penix Jr. is looking to expose that Longhorn secondary. They've got some young guys playing in that secondary, and they're going to get tested against this Washington passing game with Penix spinning it back there in the backfield. And it really happens in two ways. you got Penix. You're seeing a lot of these teams on third and one, third and two, they're running the football. And they're running it about 95% of the time. Not Washington. See the last game against Oregon? I can't tell you how many times on third and one they were throwing the football. Penix, very accurate. They are uh, converting a high number on third down because of their ability to accurately throw and catch the football. That third down conversion thing's huge. It will be in this game. Keep those drives going. And then number two, the explosive plays they're getting. Got a big-time receiver out wide. Penix is looking for him in big-time situations. Washington's going to win this game. It's going to come from their passing attack, abusing this Longhorn secondary. And there are the two national semifinals in the college football playoffs. All right, coming back on the other side, man, I got the picks of the week. And we've been red hot. I'll share you the winners this week. Coming up next, you got the Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. By the way, that's me on the organ. You start. Okay. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a beer. We're in the Christmas spirit around 680 The Fan. Hopefully you're getting all that shopping done. And don't forget the meaning of Christmas. Give the advice here. It's the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. It's holiday season. The Fan is giving you the gift of serenity, relaxation, and self-care with a $100 $150 Sponsadel gift card. 
I'll tell you what, be the eighth caller right now at 404-231-1680 to win a $150 Spa Sedel gift card. Your lady would love you for that. And if you're looking for a gift to pamper your loved ones this holiday season and you don't win today, treat them right. Treat them right with the gift of pure indulgence with a Spa Sedel gift card. Purchase yours now at SpaSedel.com and receive a $50 bonus card with the $150 in gift cards. So make this holiday truly unforgettable with the gift of pampered luxury from our friends at Spa Sedel. Time now for the Buck Blue Show Picks of the Week. 22-16-1 against the spread on the season. 11-4 and four in the last five weeks. So I've been really, really uh, hot here over the last couple of months, picking winners left and right. Now, typically this year, we've gone with two games out of the college side and one game out of the NFL. A bowl game's getting underway tomorrow. Georgia Southern getting it started at 11 a.m. with the Myrtle Beach Bowl taking on Ohio. I'm backing off the college game. We're going with three NFL games this week. And right off the bat, I'm going to take the 49ers. I'm giving up the 12 and a half. They're in Phoenix taking on the Cardinals. The Cardinals defense is lousy. This Niners offense is hot, making big, explosive plays left and right. They're going to score plenty of points in Phoenix. I've got them winning this game like 42 to 17. So I'll give up the 12 and a half and feel good about that. Niners minus the 12 and a half. Pick number two, I'll take the Lions, and I'll give up the four and a half. At home, taking on the Broncos. That's right. Hey, the Broncos have been red hot. They've won six of seven. The only loss in that seven-game run has been on the road to Houston. Lions have been struggling, especially on defense. But they've been really good at home. And I really like the quarterback and his ability at home to protect the football. Lions are in bounce-back mode. They will not turn the ball over in this game. Look for the Lions to cover that four-and-a-half-point spread against the Broncos. And then in pick number three, Bills and Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? They've won five games in a row. Scored 30-plus in all five of those victories, and everybody nationally is talking about those Cowboys. Three and three on the road. Bills are at home. That is a big home field advantage. Bills are making a playoff run. Bills have a new offensive coordinator, game planner, and play caller. I'm taking the Bills. I'll give up the two. So the three picks, I got the 49ers minus the 12-and-a-half. Lions minus four and a half, <clears throat> and the Bills minus two. And there are my picks of the week. Have I told you, too, it's bowl season and the fan ESPN Atlanta 103.7 and Georgia's own credit union are bringing you full bowl game coverage all month long. Again, it kicks off tomorrow as we get started. I want you to tune in to ESPN Atlanta 103.7 and the college football voice of the South. You know who that is. That's 680 The Fan. For full coverage of bowl season, including the live call, some of the biggest games that have yet to be played. Our bowl coverage presented by Georgia's own credit union, Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. 
and word-of-mouth restaurants. Let's go ahead and get to the final word. Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers. Keeping Georgia green since 1955. Special goodbye. Losing a couple here at 680 The Fan. We got Brian Hoyt, longtime member of the staff and former member of the Buck and Kincaid show back in the day. Hoyt is going home. Retiring from 680 The Fan. He got his start, as I mentioned, with the Buck and Kincaid show. Uh, Kincaid made our engineer, Holloway. Uh, Ryan Lippy was his name. Made him so angry one day that Lippy just walked off the set in the middle of the show. And that's, Hoyt, who was an intern, had to step in and run the board that day. Back in 2007. Hoyt remembers that because it was three days before the Mike Vick story, the dog story broke. Have you ever been so mad, Holloway, that you were uh, thinking about walking off the, walking off the job? Not yet. I mean, I haven't. Thankfully, I've been working with some of the best people in the business, so I don't have. I never had that feeling. So we'll we'll see. Hoyt's been fun. We're gonna miss him. And also Hudson Mason. The big goodbye this morning for Hut going to work at Chick Fil A. Wishing Hudson the best as he makes a career move. I think Hut's tired of getting up at 4 a.m. But uh, wishing Hudson Mason the very best in that next venture. We've got our Schumann Farms uh, gift pack we want to give away right now. We're full of giveaways today. Dog fans and Sweet Onion fans every week. Schumann Farms has given up a uh, gift pack that includes my book Inside the Hedges, my story about the 1980 national championship season. And that is an autographed copy of the book. Probably heard me talking about it here on the show. And Schumann Farms, not only are they the official uh, official sweet onion of the Georgia Bulldogs, but also the Baloo Kitchen. So we'll take the third caller right now, 404-231-1680, the number, the Schumann Farms gift pack, including Inside the Hedges. By the way, make a great Christmas gift for that Bulldog fan and your family. If you don't win today in our Schumann Farms giveaway, then you can purchase the book online at InsideTheHedges.com. I was going to do it for my show this week. We're back next week. We're working a little bit. Appreciate you hanging out with me today. Thank Danny Warfel, Chip Towers for coming on. Hollowell and uh, Road Dog Gillespie. The whole gang here at 680. Back on Monday, we'll talk to you then. Nick and Chris coming up next here on The Fan. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. So Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. 
Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com.